It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the July 16th episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Getting started a little later than usual today, doing the podcast in the afternoon all week long from an undisclosed location where we may start doing the podcast every day. I will tell you this about the location, that it is a little bit more conducive to recording podcasts and a little bit more of what I'm used to working with, But that's all I can say at this moment. And hopefully there are some other really cool things coming down the pike that can not only expand Locked On Thunder and the Locked On Podcast Network, but also um, maybe more people will start joining us here shortly, listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast and becoming a part of the Locked On. I say listening, really what I kind of look at it as you become a part of, of the Locked on Thunder podcast, because, hey, when you listen, you're a part of the family, and I can't thank you enough for doing that. I want to thank you so much for making me a part of your day. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while. I also work for Thunder Digest, and I always do a big shout-out to Chuck Cheney for that. As you can see, my rhythm kind of changed there. There's a little bit of a cadence when I'm telling you about this stuff. Credentialed member of the media. I've been covering the team for five years. Did a lot of Thunder post games. I've done more than the occasional Thunder pregame, but mostly post. And coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about the teams that could actually fit Carmelo Anthony in under their cap. If there was a trade to be made for Carmelo Anthony and team was going to take on his salary and then dump him, We'll tell you what teams those are and who might the likely dancing partners be with Oklahoma City, if that is even still a possibility, which certainly needs to be discussed. Two, LeBron James shows up in Las Vegas in segment number two. And, or actually, he just showed up in Vegas, and we're going to talk about it in segment number two. And he was wearing Lakers shorts. A lot of people got excited about this. I will tell you why this is the nerdiest thing that LeBron James has ever done and even have a personal story about doing something very similar to what LeBron James did and got called out for it. So LeBron, you played nerdy, even though a lot of people may like it. And I also wonder, why can you get away with it and maybe I couldn't? And then finally, we will wrap things up today talking about Terrence Ferguson and Deontay Burton, who both had good games on Friday for the Thunder in the Summer League. And the Smashing Pumpkins were in town on Saturday and stayed at the same hotel that a lot of NBA teams stayed at. And they even claimed that they were haunted. So we'll get into all that today here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. So perusing sports tracks 
real-time salary cap tracker, which is a very handy tool not only for a guy that does a podcast like me or writers who cover the Oklahoma City Thunder and cover the NBA in general. It's also a very handy tool for fan. And you have just as much access to this as I have access to it. All you have to do is Google real-time NBA salary cap tracker, and it'll take you right there. So if you want to play GM, you can go to this website and start looking at the teams and see who has salary cap room, who has somebody maybe you want to trade for if you're Sam Presti, and maybe you can then put on paper a Carmelo Anthony trade. You can have that without having to go to ESPN and do the trade machine. Although the trade machine is a hell of a lot of fun. And we, we've all we've all done it, right? I mean, come on, admit it. When you're screwing around at work listening to this podcast or doing something else, there has come a point where you have just messed around on the trade machine just to figure out what you can get for Carmelo Anthony or what you can't and... How many times have you traded Kyle Singler for an all-star? Yeah, I've done it too. <laughs> you know these trades don't ever work out, but it, but it's a lot of fun to mess with. Well, according to Real-Time Sports Track, real, Real-Time Salary Cap Tracker on Sports Track, here are the teams that could make a deal for Carmelo Anthony at this moment. One, the Sacramento Kings, two, the Hawks, the Mavs, the Bulls, the Pacers, and if I read things right and understand the salary cap, and for sake of this podcast, I'm going to act like I do, I think the Lakers could make a trade for Carmelo Anthony. Now here comes the question. You're going to make the trade for Carmelo Anthony. These are the teams you could legitimately deal with. These are the teams that could afford to bring him in, take on the dead money, and then dump Carmelo Anthony so he can go play with the Houston Rockets or the Miami Heat, which at, at, at what? What are we at right now? 3.47 Central Time on July 16th, Monday afternoon. Those are still the teams that are solidly in the Carmelo Anthony race. It's Miami and it's Houston. And the more there's talk about this, I just get the feeling that it'll end up being the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, we'll have everything all worked out. We'll know that it's going to be one of these two teams. And then the Lakers somehow pull something and get Carmelo Anthony, and he goes plays with LeBron. Either way, I've said it a million times, I do not like him being in the West. But I don't think you're going to get any of these teams to trade for Carmelo Anthony, and the reason I don't is because you're going to have to take on garbage. And just going through all these rosters, there's there's nothing that, that Sam Presti would want in return. There's nothing that you're going to get that is going to make the Thunder infinitely better. There's nothing that you're going to get that you're not just going to turn around and dump off to some other team. You're going to cut bait. You're going to have salary on your hand counting against the cap this year. And August 31st, that's the date to watch. And I think if this deal is not done by August 31st, which at this moment I can't see that there is a deal that's going to get done, then the Thunder is just pretty much going to wave and stretch Carmelo Anthony, and that's going to be the end of his career here in Oklahoma City. Now, I value this guy. And it was said to me on Twitter that I overvalue Carmelo Anthony. And I'm not going to argue that. I am not going to argue that point at all. I have firmly stated that he is my favorite Thunder 
to uh, to have ever been a part of this organization. I guess, yeah, this is what I'm going to go with. He's my favorite Thunder. He's my favorite player to have ever worn a Thunder uniform, and that's not going to change. I mean, that's just Carmelo Anthony. I just like the dude for for what he is. But totally, you know, and just thinking about what might be for Carmelo Anthony and what might be for the Thunder, I do think that it would behoove you as you're trying to work this whole situation out, why not talk and see if Carmelo Anthony might want to consider staying in Oklahoma City and might want to consider taking on that role that the Thunder have for him. And he's already said that he's not going to take on a bench role. That's not who Carmelo Anthony is. He doesn't want any part of that. And he's not a guy that wants to see his minutes reduced. But if you can sort of convince him that maybe it's all worth it, then Carmelo Anthony would stay in Oklahoma City. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm, I'm, I'm doing anything I possibly can to get him to stay in Oklahoma City, but um, uh, Zenford, McDaniel, you're probably right. I overvalue Carmelo Anthony. My wife certainly thinks I do, and he's probably gone in Oklahoma City. As a matter of fact, we all know he's gone here in Oklahoma City. Reading in the Daily Oklahoman or NewsOK.com. I keep wanting to call it the Daily Oklahoman when actually it's just the Oklahoman. But reading NewsOK.com, Nerland's Noel wants to bring out his dog. All fine and well, dude. Show don't tell. Uh, you have had so many injuries plagued. You've not lived up to your potential whatsoever. And yes, there is some blame to be laying at the feet of the Dallas Mavericks for bearing you on the bench. Let's not talk about bringing out your dog. And In fact, I don't want to hear Nerlens Noel say things like this. I just want to see this guy get out there and perform. One, I want to see if he's healthy. I want to see if he can take the pounding that an 82-game NBA season is going to bring him. I want to see if he can measure up in training camp to the guys that he's going to be going against, like Steven Adams and Dakari Johnson, to see if he has that whatever that thing is that the Thunder are seeing in him. And again, low risk, high reward for the Oklahoma City Thunder if Nerlens Noel pans out. But don't be talking your game. No game for Nerlens Noel. No talk game whatsoever. Just get out there and perform and show us that you were worth the risk that Sam Presti took by bringing you in to this organization. And I do want to finish this up, do want to finish up this segment on this note, and that is congratulations to Alex Abrinas for getting married this weekend. Dude, good luck. Go enjoy the honeymoon. Be back here in time for training camp and perform to your expectations. Get out of Billy Donovan's doghouse and make sure that you're on the court more consistently next season and you're performing when you're on the court more consistently next season. Wow, I just gave... Two pep talks with a lot of criticism to uh, two guys in the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sometimes that's the way it goes. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And coming up next, why LeBron James made the ultimate high school slash nerdy move. And this wasn't cool at all. At least not in some of my friends' eyes' opinions. We'll tell you all about that coming up on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And remember, for everything sports, it's not just Locked on Thunder. We're the Locked on Podcast Network. And we've got a website called Locked on Sports. And you can get podcasts for all the NBA teams, for sure. All the NFL teams and a lot of the Major League Baseball teams. Maybe even all the Major League Baseball teams. And hopefully... We will be expanding the Locked On Podcast Network into some other areas, and hopefully I'll be hosting another podcast. Again, things I can't tell you now, but if our wonderful CEO, David Locke, is listening, just another bug that I will continue to put in his ear about me hosting another podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network that we can all get real excited about coming up here, hopefully in the very near future. So LeBron James shows up in Las Vegas. And he's wearing Lakers shorts. And I can't think of a more high school freshman move than LeBron James doing this. Why? Well, one, there is part of me that wants to say it's cool and get just geeked out and excited the way that Laker fans are right now. Because it is LeBron James in Lakers shorts. And it's the first sign or it's the first visual proof that we have that LeBron James is a Laker. Seeing as the uh, mural got painted over because it kept getting tagged. That really cool mural in Los Angeles. Got, yeah, if you didn't hear about that, it, got, it was getting tagged, so the artist had to paint over it. So now I'm thinking about LeBron James showing up and wearing these shorts. And yes, if I'm a Laker fan, I'm going to be excited. But it does take me back to a very tough time in high school where I had just moved to a new town, Norman, Oklahoma. And I was on the high school football team. And I went out to a freshman game. And we had just, I was a sophomore, we had just gotten our jerseys. So what did I do? Yeah, I pulled the move of wearing my jersey to this freshman game. A lot of other football players there, were they wearing their jerseys? No, not at all. It was just me. Everybody was making fun of me. Coach saw me. He's like, hey, you're trying to impress the girls. It's like, dude, I thought we all did this. Because the town that I lived in, in the DFW area, as soon as you got your jersey, you showed up to the underclassmen's game wearing your jerseys because everybody was like totally full of school spirit, and everybody wanted to show off that they were playing for particular high schools, be it Lakeview Centennial or South Garland in in the Garland Independent School District or Garland High or North or whatever because we had a lot of school pride. Yeah, not so much in Norman, Oklahoma. And I was like, that was it. I was labeled a nerd, a nerd for at least, well, okay, until the end of my high. And you know what? I'm still a nerd. What the hell? Um, But... LeBron James does this, and I just started having flashbacks and cold sweats, and I'm like, man, if I are the other Lakers making fun of him for doing this? And then you realize, when you see LeBron James do it, he can get away with it. I can't, but LeBron James can totally get away with wearing Lakers shorts in Vegas, and everybody thinks it's awesome, and it probably and probably just those photos that were tweeted out, and as soon as they hit social media, probably got thousands, hundreds of thousands of people's going people going to the Lakers website and buying Lakers shorts just because LeBron got them. So genius marketing move by him. And LeVar Ball thinks he can take you, LeBron. 
LeVar Ball says in his prime, you couldn't beat him. Michael couldn't beat him. I get the feeling that LeBron will challenge LeVar Ball to a one-on-one in He'll do it face to face. He'll wait. He'll, he'll wait for Levar Ball to show up to practice, look casual, look like he's having fun, joking around, and then LeBron James will throw down the gauntlet and challenge Levar Ball to a one on one. And Levar Ball will do what we all would do. We'd back out of it. There's no way in hell that we're going to play LeBron James in basketball because that's his game, and he's just going to school you. And LeVar Ball can't be embarrassed by that. So so the game won't happen. But yeah, I do think LeBron is going to embarrass him. And as far as I'm concerned with LeVar Ball now, this guy used to annoy the living hell out of me. And I'm sure he used to annoy, he may still annoy the living hell out of you. But truthfully, LeVar Ball is harmless. He's just a dude that likes to flap his gums a lot. And it doesn't really hurt Lonzo Ball. It certainly doesn't help him. But I don't think it hurts Lonzo Ball because the Lakers are a confident organization and they'll do whatever the hell they want with this kid. As long as LeVar is not leaking information about Lonzo's health and whether or not he can play for the Lakers or whether or not other teams should trade for him. And the minute the Lakers feel like the meddling is too much, that's when Lonzo's gone. And at that point, maybe we can look back and say, okay, yeah, LeVar, you are hurting your kid's career, but but I don't see it as anything other than a guy who's living through his kids, as sad as it is, but ultimately, it's completely and totally harmless. Unlike Jabari Barker going to, or Parker, going to the Chicago Bulls, that is not harmless for the East, and certainly not harmless for the Milwaukee Bucks. And just looking at what Parker was able to do last year with 13 points, playing about 24 minutes per game. He's a guy that hasn't completely lived up to his potential, but if he can stay healthy, it's a hell of a deal for the Bulls because not only do they sign him, but it's also a one-and-one with a team option, not a player option. So what the heck? You bring him in, you see how well it goes, and if it doesn't work, then you can release him next year and then somebody else can take a chance on him. But that's one of those moves that we're looking at now, and it's not as sexy as Paul George re-signing with Oklahoma City or LeBron going to the Lakers. And it's not, to an extent, I don't think it's near as as sexy as DeMarcus Cousins signing with the Golden State Warriors, but maybe it's one of those that we talk about, and maybe that's when we give the team and the player a lot of credit midway through the season for taking a risk on each other and things working out far beyond what any of our expectations are. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up, we'll close things out with the Smashing Pumpkins being just as haunted as players in the NBA. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, go to LockedOnSports.com for everything from the Locked On Podcast Network, Major League Baseball, the NFL, 
and the NBA, and hopefully soon we're going to be expanding into some other sports and other areas that I'm real excited about. It's been talked about, but nothing is official yet, but just be on the lookout for that, and believe me, you will hear it first here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And uh, thank you very much for uh, listening every single day to us, uh, coming to you from an undisclosed location today, which is why we are doing things in the afternoon. And let us know. Give us some feedback at LockedOnThunder.com and at G-E-E-H-S-O. Let us know. Do you like the podcast coming out in the afternoon, or do you still prefer it in the morning? Just let me know what you think about that, and we will do our best to work around your schedule um, Summer League, just some quick wrap-up on Summer League here. Thunder beat the Orlando Magic on Friday, and I need to go back and re-watch all of these Summer League games and rip them apart as much as I possibly can. But I did have a guy say that he was excited about Deontay Burton. I can see that. And hopefully Deontay will get a chance to come up and play with the Oklahoma City Thunder at some point this year. Thought uh, Terrence Ferguson had a nice game on Friday just looking at his numbers, Hamadou Diallo had one game where he really just stole the show. Um, Dar- you know, Hamilton has had his time. I don't know. I, I think I'm looking at Ferguson and Drakari Johnson. They got the work in. Those were the two most important guys. And I'm thinking, at least with Dakari, what you might see from Summer League actually translate to him being more successful this year in the NBA, and remember, this is a guy that's been doing it for four years, been doing Summer League for four years. Now it's it's time. It's time for Dakari Johnson to take that step, and with the Thunder having Nerlens Noel in, Dakari Johnson better come to training camp armed to the teeth and ready to have the best training camp of his life, because if not, then the Thunder just showed you what they think of where you can con- contribute by signing this guy out of the Dallas Mavericks, who's had some major injury problems in Nerland's Noel. So, Dakari, I kind of look at this as your year. I mean, this is it. This is where you've got a chance to really prove what your worth is to this organization. We'll wrap things up on this note. James Eha of the Smashing Pumpkins. The Pumpkins were in town on Saturday, and they were amazing. Honestly, one of the... It, 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 One of the top two shows I've ever seen at the peak. And as far as concerts goes, there's very few concerts I've been to that I'd like to just go back and relive it step by step, song by song. I would go back and relive this concert and not change a thing about it. They took some major, major plays out of Rush's playbook and used it to, used it not only to their advantage, but they put the Smashing Pumpkins twist on things. I mean, it was like going to a Rush concert and seeing Smashing Pumpkins play, but knowing that while they were influenced, they didn't exactly rip things off. It was killer. A lot of visuals from the old albums. There was a story that kind of happened in the middle of the show that was all done through video. Mark McGrath was incredible. Anyway, I'm going on too long about the concert, but if you've not seen... Smashing Pumpkins on the Shiny and Oh So Bright Tour do so, and they need to release home DVD. Anyway, I tell you all that to tell you this. James E. Hogg, guitarist of the Smashing Pumpkins, acknowledged that the Pumpkins stayed at the same hotel that many NBA players stay at, and they even swear it was haunted. Because I think maybe someday that hotel could actually sponsor this podcast. I won't say where it is, but it's there. 
It's out there. NBA players, rock stars, admitting that there is a haunted hotel in OKC. So if you are, like, and we've got a guy who's a big Laker fan who just started listening to the podcast over these last few weeks, George. George has started listening because he was trying to keep up with everything going on, Paul George. Now he's listening because he wants to know about things going on in Oklahoma City. George, when your Lakers come to play the Thunder this year, there's a certain hotel that you're going to want to stay at. And if you want to know what that hotel is, just hit me up on Twitter and I'll let you know. We can we can DM each other and you can have the full experience that the Lakers have and other NBA teams and apparently the Smashing Pumpkins as well. But, I mean, if any band was going to get haunted, it was definitely going to be the Pumpkins. But I, And I know that there are certain NBA teams that will not stay at that hotel anymore because they swear it's haunted. I don't know. I'm wanting to do that for my anniversary. Go stay in this hotel and just see if maybe some spirits will uh, haunt me because I'm kind of into that stuff. I think that might actually be pretty cool. But James Eha acknowledged it. It's out there. It's in the ether, the world, whatever the hell you want to call it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. signing off today. We'll be back tomorrow with more from the LOT podcast. And uh, remember, go to LockedOnSports.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything sports. Until then, ELE, everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.